Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. the Man on the Post weekend review. I am your host, Ross. I haven't done one of these for a while, but with me this week, um, I've, I've stolen Dave's chair. Sorry, Dave. That's quite all right. You <laughs> How are you doing? I'm very well, thank you. You're you? good? Um, yeah, I'm all right. Um, Simon's here. How's it going, mate? You all right? Yeah, good. He's had a big old day in the big smoking. Yeah, fun day. Yeah, it's been an interesting one. <laughs> to uh, cap off an interesting weekend, I suppose. Yeah. And Chris is also here. Hello. He's it's had nice the biggest... Not- these no, are the nice. biggest tragedy of all, haven't you? Your air fryer has, has gone My kaput. Worst. Yeah, it's horrible. But uh, it's nice to say the boss has stepped in after a rowdy podcast last week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a bit of control was needed here. Yeah, she said she's had to come and keep us all under control. If we could not mention Hitler, we'll be doing all right, okay, this week? <laughs> you should have heard the things I didn't say. <laughs> Speaking of despicable human beings, Bruno Fernandes scored a winner for Man United uh, in the 91st minute. <laughs> Um, to win against Fulham. Did they deserve it? I did not watch this because I can't stand watching Man United. Dave? Uh, I watched it and it was a waste, it was a waste of my life. I mean, <laughs> um, neither team really deserved to win. It was awful. Um, okay. Even Fernandez's goal was like pretty awful in that Fulham could have cleared the ball many times and just chose right. not to over uh. and over again. Um, I, I'm not too upset the win though because like I don't want to have to get sucked. Exactly, this is perfect. That's, that's <laughs> exactly what I said as well. Win every sort of six, uh, every four games or so. Just get a little win in there. Just keep it going. He claimed in his, his post match interview that that was the intensity and everything like that they needed this season. Like, did, didn't didn't Harry Maguire like get almost? I'm pretty sure he got man of the match. To a, he was being highly raved about. Anyway. Yeah, he was player of the match, and he played most of the game concussed. Clearly concussed to the point the referee stopped the game because oh, and, and how did they know the difference? And, and Man United were like, no, no, he's got a hand injury. <laughs> Am I missing something? Why is Johnny Evans starting and Rafael Varane on the bench? I, I didn't understand that. Like, how long? How long? Randy, how long? Randy just recovering from injury for? Like, yeah. it's uh, it's absolutely insane. Did you hear um, uh, Noel Gallagher on Talksport yesterday claiming that? They're not going to finish in the top six, and that Johnny Evans and um, Harry Maguire's Leicester's centre backs like what 10 years ago, and yet they're starting for Man United. He was absolutely delighted about Man United's fall from grace. I think it, it's, it's one of those things, you know, when like a, a rubbish mid table team goes on the, you know, they're in, doing a bad run and they need to, to go for Premier League experience, you know, get back to basics, and, and that's exactly what it was. I mean, I don't, I don't really know why. Like TNT and Sky insists on showing two crap mid-table teams playing each other. Like it's, it's very odd. I hear Wes Morgan is li- like literally sitting next to his mobile phone <laughs> right now, just to, you know, just in case as an injury at Old Trafford. But it, it is ridiculous. Like, how much do you feel, how much do you feel if you're if you're Varane? Like Maguire was out yeah. in the cold a few weeks ago, 
and Johnny fucking Evans is keeping you at the team. It's <laughs> it's it, it's ridiculous. Like Lindelof isn't Lindelof fit again because he was playing a, he played a left back like last week. But obviously yeah. that's that's had to change this week because there's some kind of new Premier League rule that you can't play the same left back two games in a row. Um, <laughs> But yeah, it's madness. Just a hor- it's just a horrible looking team, isn't it? Like that back five is what a mess. What an absolute mess. And if Scott McTominay is your most creative goal scoring player, you are in serious, serious trouble. And they all seem to hate him as well. Like yeah. I, mean, I don't I don't really read him, but he's took him out of the shit so many times in the last few months. Like it's remarkable though. It's yeah. like, like spot on. No, no McTominay. Like, well, <laughs> it's I think it's because they've They've got a distorted view of of where they are. Like they they still think they're the team they were 10, 15 years ago, where someone yeah. like Matomine would probably still be involved, but he'd have been like your Darren Fletcher equivalent. Like he's because mm. he, he's a good player, but he's 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 not a player that should be regularly starting in Man U's midfields. Like yeah. the, the the fact that he is one of their better performing midfielders, that that that's where the problem is, but their fans just don't seem to accept. Where yeah. they are now, and I, I, I mean, exactly I, 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 yeah. I agree with what uh, Mr. Noel Gallagher said. I don't think they will finish in the top six. I genuinely don't. Who, who are they going to finish above? Out the teams that you think would be in the round there, like who, who are they yeah. better than? I'm just looking at the next uh, permanent Man United manager odds. Zidane is the favourite. He would be mental to go there. Not a yeah, chance. Well, Graham well, Potter well. is five to one. <laughs> Ball club gets the first vote, don't they? So, um, <laughs> that's the most high-profile ball manager. Out there's, of the names, the names of the list like, go wildly, swing from one name to the other. Zinedine Zidane to Michael Carrick to Kieran. Wait, wait, wait. Who's Kieran McKenna? Ipswich's yeah. manager. I mean, he's saying now it won't be him. <laughs> isn't he? Isn't he ex, ex-Man United coach? Yeah, but like, uh-huh. like, I mean, that seems to be the way this has been put together. It's like, first and foremost, Venn diagram. Are you bald? Yeah. Yes, mm-hmm. right. You're in. <laughs> have you been, have you been involved with the, have you been involved with the club at some point? Like, ah, right, mm-hmm. right. Get Carrick, McKenna, Fletcher. Get them all on the list. Yep. That's fine. Mm-hmm. Where, 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 where's Steve Bruce on that list? He's not, he's not quite bald enough. Yep, stand no. it. He's waiting for the phone. He takes both. He's in two circles in the Venn diagram. <laughs> Yeah, there's they, they just a mess, absolute mess. They probably will appoint someone like Zidane, and it's not going to help. They've tried the high profile managers; it doesn't work. I mean, they could do is, worse. Is, than getting is, is, they? is like, Zidane, Zidane going to look at that team and think, "I cannot wait to work with Johnny Evans, Scott McTominay, <laughs> and Harry Maguire"? He isn't. I'm no, sorry, a no. manager. I don't see a top manager buying into that because. No. They just haven't got the squad. It's like saying, oh, I'm going to give you some money. How much fucking money are they going to give him? Like, yeah. That whole squad needs work. Needs work. That's, a, that's a project now. That, that's not a, oh, take us over and win the league. That's a, mm. that's a project. That's start from scratch. We need to bring someone in here for, for multiple years and get rid of all the dead wood in a very similar way that Arsenal, Arsenal have done. But I, I think it's even worse there. Yeah, it definitely is. No, the the sure. rot is too far set now. They're, they're, they're <laughs> fucked. And it's delightful. Absolutely delightful. Oh, yeah, see, it is great it? to see. Like, so, uh, let's, let's all get our Dutch Eric Ten Hag flags out and keep waving them. <laughs> even Brendan Rodgers would have second thoughts about taking this job right now. And he's got the biggest ego in football. Um, Fulham, I'm just looking for Fulham's team. I've paid no attention to Fulham for years. Um, Alex Wybie plays for him apparently which is good news to me oh, um, he's always so, the name that comes up he's so bad I know you like him Chris but like, he, he's no, I, right, did, like, I did like him uh, I, but uh, yeah, yeah he's not good at the moment he's I didn't realise right, he like, Fulham 
in like the middle third of the field, he carries the ball quite well, but he, mm. why, he can't shoot. And every time he shoots, it goes so high. It's, it's incredible. Willian is their player of the season Willian, so far. Yeah, like that. Fulham fans are raving about how like he's rolled the rolled the clock back. Um, but yeah, madness for someone um, else's career. <laughs> um, yeah, Fulham will just do a Fulham, won't they? That'd be fine. Um, probably. Uh, Brentford beat West Ham three two. Um, what do you make of this? West Ham are a weird team, aren't they? They're, they're so up and down at the minute. They're, they're currently eleventh. <laughs> Yeah, I thought they'd had like a quite a decent start to the season, but mm. the last few weeks it's uh, not been great for them really. But then weirdly they battered a, like a pretty strong Arsenal team in in midweek in the cup place. But they were brilliant against. To be fair, we were shitty in midweek, but they they yeah. were re- they were really good. Yeah, this they can't against Nathan really. Collins. I remember you being a big Nathan Collins fan, Dave. Yeah, well, he cost he cost twenty five million pounds. I mean, oh. I think when when Neil Mopay scores against you, mm. yeah, you got to start questioning things, haven't you? Yeah. I mean, he, he 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 completely cocked up an open goal where he, <laughs> he ran for half the length of the field. He had plenty of time to decide what he was going to do, and still got tackled by the keeper. So <laughs> that's that's not ever going to be a good look, is it? He's, no, he's going, on a, he's going on a run now. He's going to score in thirty-five consecutive games just to wipe out. Thirty-five games he didn't score. It's his first goal in over a year. You would, you would, his last goal was also against West Ham. Yeah, weirdly enough. Yeah. Um, you wouldn't want to be um, Jared Bowen's misses though, would you? Because he's shit at home and fucking great away. Hasn't he scored in like seven away oh. games in a row? Yeah, he's a record breaker. Huh? Yeah, yeah, poor Danny Dyer. <laughs> yeah. As soon as I saw that on match that I thought I'm getting that in there somewhere. <laughs> Brentford has slapped a hundred million pound price tag on Ivan Tony. Chris, interested for Arsenal still or? Mm. I'd, well, to be fair, I'd take anyone who can make a shot on target at the moment. Um, I wouldn't pay hundred million for him. No. I, I, like, I'd, I'd take him, but he's, he's like twenty-eight, I think. Yeah. Um, especially with the drugs ban, you know, he's been out for like a year. Um, I think that I think that field come down considerably because Brentford are playing really well without him. Like, you know, they play free yeah. up top anyway, and you say the the other two lads and Neil Mopay. Um, are doing all right for them, so I, I think I think it would be easy to talk them down a little bit. Yeah, yeah. I probably I probably wouldn't go over over. I probably I'd be comfortable playing forty fifty. I think it'll probably go as far as sixty for him, but yeah, no way a hundred million. No, that's that's insane money. I don't know how long his contract <laughs> is, but maybe that's playing some part in. Unless he's a qualified referee, of course, then we'll give him as much money as they fucking. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that win moved Brentford up to ninth. Palace dropped to eleventh. Two very sort of middling teams this year. Anything else to say on these two teams, boys? Uh, <laughs> no, no. Speaking of two teams, with nothing to say about Burnley lost two teams. Palace. Anyone got anything? I mean, just re- reiterating what I kind of said last week. I've seen nothing from Burnley whatsoever no. um, to suggest that that they're going to stay up at all. I think it's really, really odd what. How they've sort of approached the season, um, mm. like, I, and you know, we kind of said before in the last few weeks, I do get the idea of sort of having your style of player and sticking to it. But when it's not working, like, you don't have to abandon it completely, but you've got to do something. Surely, like, maybe for the first 15, 20 minutes of the game, you know, yeah. kick it long a little bit from from some goal kicks, like mix it up a little bit. Mm. Um, yeah, I've been really disappointed with them. I think. Because they were so good in the championship last season, obviously it's a big step up. But 
I, I did expect a lot more from them, to be honest. They've lost every home game now, haven't they? Isn't, isn't it's like their first six home games they've lost? I think so, yeah. Which yeah, is pretty poor. I, th- I think companies should get the sack for sticking pin badges in that lovely Carl Lagerfeld jacket of his. And it, yeah, he needs to sort that out. Lose the baseball cap as well. Yeah, that's a, a lovely coat he's wearing. He's putting like, pin badges he, into he, it. He must get laughed out of the ball club when he turns He is. He's not, he's not welcome anymore. <laughs> you don't hide it with a baseball cap. Embrace no. it. Yeah. Decent. Oh. <laughs> That's Get Tony Pudis's look. And exactly. You're not worthy of that name. <laughs> he can teach you a thing or two about tactics. Might stay up. Um, <laughs> to defend at least. Yeah. Well. Didn't, yeah. Didn't, didn't Jeffrey Schlupp score in this game as well? He did. That, that shows yeah. quite quite how bad. Um, but burn me off. Yeah. From from Jordan Ayew assist. I mean, what, yeah. what a dream team. Uh, 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 Roy Hodgson called their best like their best signing ever. When he signed what a new de- yeah, he signed a new deal in the week, and Roy Hodgson declared him the best Crystal Palace signing ever. Oh, I mean, I think that's, 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 in his grave, that's like yeah. the first, <laughs> first sign of dementia, probably. Isn't it? I, mean, I think, yeah, questions need to be asked here. He's seventy six. You know, just give it up, mate. Um, <laughs> I mean, yeah. who who would manage that long to manage Jordan I and Jeff Schlupp? Like, it's not like he's got like. <laughs> These world beaters, we get such, oh, such a joy to watch Jeff Schluck. I think that's week. why you've yeah. got to have Roy, because you've got to have someone who literally has nothing better to do with his time. <laughs> like, no be... ambition to do anything. Just give me an easy gig managing these. These are my type of guys. But Jordan Avery, isn't Jordan Avery quite a good season? <laughs> he is. Well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> 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 I don't understand how or why. Yeah. I had a clear out a few years ago when Roy left the first time around. It was like, ah, oh, hasn't Patrick Vieira done well to get rid of all that Deadwood and bring in all these new players? Roy's come back and it's like that gift where they throw Barney out, the, out of nose and they're all still there. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Where's that Will fella? He was fast. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah he, he's, he's unkillable, Jordan. He'll be there forever. Get, get the statue built now. <laughs> um, yeah, Palace the 10th, obviously. Um <laughs> Everton won, Brighton and Hove Albion won. It was all going so well for Everton until Ashley Young decided to rock up and score around goal in the 85th minute. Carl isn't here. He's fuming about it. So he decided not to come this week. Um, what What was Jordan Pickford doing? Like, <laughs> I'm so glad that even Martin <laughs> Keown could see it as well. My first thought when I saw it was, why has he gone with it with his right hand? <laughs> like, use the hand nearest the ball and he'd have probably <laughs> saved it. And, then my, and I was thinking, is he just me? Am I being stupid? And I'm looking at his body angle and everything. Like, no, he could definitely have saved that. And then yeah. when Martin Keown's going, like, what is he doing? I was like, thank <laughs> you, Martin. <laughs> we don't agree very often, but... Yeah. When Keown's the voice of reason, like, you know things have gone wrong. 17% yeah. possession they had at, at one point in that game. And they were, while they were winning. That's a Sean Dyche wet dream, that is. Sitting deep, so yeah. the pressure. Don't hit them on the break. Don't break. <laughs> Lewis Dunk was Brighton's most attacking threat. He was taking free kicks. He had a goal disallowed, which was quite a good finish. It's brilliant finish, right? It's absolutely insane. Oh, he loves it, doesn't he? You can do what you want against Everton, because like they said, they're not going to come at you. So, yeah, why no, not? Get your goal, sit in. Take it on Give the other centre-back a free roll to do what he wants. <laughs> <laughs> And saying, what's happened to Brighton? They're on a good run until I watched them play Newcastle, Dave. They tore you apart, and then since then, they've just aye, good ideas, with, good ideas with the station since then. It didn't, <laughs> I, I, I think Europe started, and uh, yeah, I was just gonna say that. Uh, I'm struggling, well, like Foley is a, a good manager, like you can see mm. why he doesn't manage at a top club because he just yeah only has one setting, which is like. Fuck. <laughs> and, then, 
the rest of the time he doesn't know what to do. So it's like, oh, I'm knackered. And it's like, right, yeah. well, now what? He, he, he rotated as well, didn't he? Didn't he make like five changes? Ah, he's always rotating. He's like a, he's like a weasel. He's, he's, like he's, a... he's always like new players in and out. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah, he dropped Jason Steele, didn't he? And but in, ah, he, he loves swapping out. the keepers as well. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. strange. He's a madman. Stick with your best team. Ah, he's always stupid. <laughs> I think as well, like. I don't think they've really got the squad to be able to rotate and have the same sort of level of quality. I think there's yeah. there is like quite a big drop off with them compared to sort of similar place teams in the league there, and that's like sort of going back to Dave's point there. I think Europe, the, like you know, we've started getting to the run of um, like two games a week, and yeah, they're, they're just sort of struggling to cope with it aren't they, at the moment. Starting midfield of Lalana, Gilmore, and uh, Milner is, I mean, that's not Premier League ideal, is it, man? I'm really, I'm really sad that Carl isn't here because I wanted to ask him just how shit Billy Gilmore is in real life. Um, because I remember when like he was the new messiah at, at mm. one point in football, and yeah. now, now he's terrible. He's, I think he's shit. But he, like he, he passes the ball sideways like no one else though. Yeah. Like, I, mean, I remember yeah. when when England played Scotland in in the Euros. Yes. Graham Souness was talking about him like he was like Jude Bellingham or something. Yeah. <laughs> <It was laughs> Chelsea Chelsea fans were the same when he was there, like he was the second coming, and then he could, he went yeah. on loan to Norwich and couldn't get a game. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, he's, he's, his career is a fallen off a cliff, definitely. Just looking at everyone's lineup, it's so depressing. <laughs> Two banks of four, and then Calvert Lewin and Decorum <laughs> just kind of doing what he wants. Ah, it's a proper, it's a proper padre move that way. It's like, right, you've played in midfield all your life, but yeah, because you're quite big, ten rule, right? <laughs> Second balls, scraps. No, no, you're no, my no. Ashley Barnes. What's title done? Um. Man City, I mean, demolished Bournemouth um, 6-1. I'm guessing they didn't really need to even get out of second gear for this one, did they? No. It's it... Harland off at half-time. Jeremy Doku was uh, on fire. He was amazing <laughs> in this game. Absolutely. Invo- I think he was involved in every goal except for one. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, he's this a, was a game like... <laughs> You know, Man City, and it is normally sort of in the first part of the season. They they always chuck in like a six or seven mm. goal battering mm. of someone, and like I, I looked at this game. I, I think I went seven 0 in my super six. <laughs> I, was, I just thought this is this is a game they're going to hammer them. Um, and yeah, I mean, I don't think it was anyone really surprised by this. No, only surprised that Harden didn't score. Yeah, no. Bournemouth lined yeah. up with five defenders and two defensive midfielders, and still considered six. Yeah, but it was nil-nil for half an hour. Which wow. the yeah. was a success. That is the real <laughs> quiz. I That's reckon uh, he will absolutely get binned during the upcoming international break. Yeah, I think I think, I think he's in trouble as soon as the international break comes. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. He was the yeah, one that he was retargeting after um, Jesse Marsh. So thankfully, I mean that that didn't help, did it? <laughs> Where did Jesse Marsh end up? He's still he's still floating around. I thought he got it. Didn't he like get a national job or something? Uh, I think that's what he's hoping for, the USMNT, but even they're not saying enough to employ him. I just wonder if it, if he might get the call from Bournemouth, because they've got American owners, haven't they? Yes. Well, they yeah. Bournemouth are home to Newcastle next weekend, and the jobs uh, and the, the break follows that. So, mm. yeah, I think <laughs> I think we could be seeing the last of him after the weekend. Wow. Yeah, I mean, I would say yeah, that went down, but there's so much shit at the bottom of this division that it's hard to pick at the minute. Yeah, I mean... 
he's left absolutely no stamp on the Premier League whatsoever. Like if he left tomorrow, like no one would remember him probably next week. Like I, just... I can't I can't remember his name now. So, <laughs> I want to say it has an eye in it somewhere. Yeah, oh, every he, week before he, we do this, I think, I should look or up something his name. Like that. Yeah, that's what I keep meaning to do. But the, he was talked about in like real big things though when he when he come. And, like everyone's saying, look, he's you know he's got a good record. He's done well with small sides before. Yeah, and yeah, he's I don't know, I don't know what he's. I can't even. I say earlier in the season, Bournemouth, I think Bournemouth had a couple of games where they passed the ball around nicely, but. Like they they just haven't looked like they've got anything to them. At all. Very similar to to, to Burnley. You know, we had this discussion like two mm. weeks ago, didn't we? Like Bournemouth and Burnley, just like yeah, sleepwalking. Was, I think was the term that was coined. Just yes, yeah, sleepwalking through through games, and that they've been terrible. Just get Gary O'Neill back. What's he doing? Oh, I, don't, I don't think he's, he'd go back. T- I think he, t- I think he's t- quite t- happy where he is. Is he, is he at Wolves? Yeah, he's yeah. at Wolves. What? Since when? Yeah. You beat Man City. <laughs> I don't watch Premier yeah. football anymore. So he, I was going to say he was on uh, Monday Night Football the other week, and he gave like a, a lesson in his. his yeah, in, it was in, really impressive on it. In, in like how he sets his teams up and other things, and his insights were were, were brilliant. To be fair, I had no idea he was Wolves boss. I thought it would be some Portuguese fella. <laughs> no, they can't. I can't. They haven't got two pennies rubbed together. So yeah. all the Portuguese guys were, were priced out, and it was oh, all, left a, all left a good old Gary to come in. <laughs> Yeah, pick up, pick up the reins. Yeah, we're gonna sell all of your big good players. Um, and off you go. That was basically <laughs> his, 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 his instruction. He's, he's, doing, like, he's doing really well. Take what you well, want. Well, he had been doing just... really well. Yeah, that's a perfect segue. They lost to Sheffield United this weekend. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, <coughs> uh, scored with a ninety, well, a hundredth minute penalty. Oh. Is he the worst player in the Premier League? Ollie Norwood. Ollie Norwood. Took a mean penalty though. He's fucking Although, dog shit. I, I lost a lot of respect for him in, in his interview where he's like, like, so why did you, you know, take the penalty the way you did? He's like, oh, I just did as hard as I could. I'm like, ah, oh, good lad. Sunday league footballer recognises his talent. It's only the hundredth minute here in, a, in a game in a match we've never won. No wins this season. Just hit as hard as you can. Should, uh, not have, should not have been a penalty. Should not. Not oh, in a million say. fucking years. It's exactly the same as the oh. one last weekend. Should not oh. have been a <laughs> like, I'm, I'm convinced at the, the last uh, referees meeting before the season started, they put all 20 teams into a hat, picked Wolves out, and went, like, this is the team we are just going to absolutely rinse oh, the season. Oh, with oh, I, I, I would probably argue they picked out more than one name out of that hat. <laughs> this, this few weeks going. Uh, oh, but yeah, I mean, wolves, they... are, wolves are getting shafted. How they haven't released a statement. That's <laughs> <fine>. <laughs> <laughs> Because he's a real man, Gary O'Neill. He doesn't. He's got a, he's got a, he's got a funny, like we got. Oh, yeah. Cameron Archer's goal was fucking great in this as well. That was a nice yeah, finish. Like he's, a, I mean, he's a quality finisher. Um, um, like I've done seen that like Villa uh, a couple of times. He's, he's just a proper goal scorer. Mm. Uh, it was hard to saw like an eagle when he worked with Turkey, as he's finding out every week. So. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's twelve points on the board, Wolves. Yeah, they must be doing something right at some point this season. But yeah, this is not this is not great. Getting letting Paul Hecken bottom get a uh, Premier League win. Yeah, Un- Unforgivable, really. But it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How can you beat Man City and lose to Sheffield United? <laughs> it is mad, isn't it? Absolutely insane. <laughs> the board mental. Um, yeah, I mean, we've, we've delayed it as long as we can. Newcastle Arsenal. All right, oh, do you want to just take a back seat for a sec, sorry? And then... oh, <laughs> I just want to enjoy this. I'm just right. a bit distracted because my mum's just texted me and asked me why Carlton Palmer's playing for Chelsea. Oh, <laughs> I, honestly, I really wish it was. 
Fucking hell. Brilliant. Jeez, I feel like I need to call a doctor. That's a good segue, her. actually. Just before we get into this match, you know, Chris yeah. Texas man back, right? Can I ask you what he's doing on uh, April the 13th, 2024? Any uh, plans? Up my head, nothing. Cha- no. Champions League final or something, Dave? Nah, nah, nah. It's, um, After. Do, you know where, do you know where workshop is? I do. It's right where I was born. Oh, right. Well, you, you can get a ticket then <laughs> for a, an evening with Ron Atkinson and Carlton Palmer. Okay, now. At uh, uh, Manton Sports, <laughs> Redford Road Workshop. Um, now, VIP, a VIP ticket will cost you forty pounds, and you get uh, a meet and greet, a professional photo with Ron and Colt, printed on the night. Live interview, memorabilia auction. Where the fuck have you pulled this from? Just randomly. He's got Google alerts, isn't it? Not Google alerts. Tell me about all the all the Carlton Palmer events in my area. Um, <laughs> or you just have a gold ticket for just just thirty pounds, um, which is entry half an hour later. But you still got the professional photo, bizarrely. Um, live interview, memorabilia auction, Q and A. Wow. So um, Q and A as well. So you can ask Big Ron what he really thinks of Marcel Desai. Well, ask what, <laughs> ask what he really thinks of. Co- that's where we really look at Palmer. That was yeah. Really yeah. Up. Yeah. <laughs> uh, wow. So yeah, she we got four VIP tickets. Yes, my mate. Um... Oh yeah, sign me <laughs> up. My mate's a Leeds fan, and when we signed Carl Palmer to replace David Batty, he burnt all of his Leeds shirts and had never to buy another one. <laughs> and he hasn't done to this day. I, I mean, as funny as that is, I think that's the very de- definition of an overreaction. <laughs> I mean, he was awful. Uh, I don't awful. know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. I'll tell you what we're going to do. We're going to start with Simon this one. This is Newcastle Arsenal 1 0 to Newcastle. Oh, um, I really Anthony thought we'd get away with the goal. Joe Linton with the assist. So, Simon, the game itself mm. good game, poor game. They thought it was a shit game. Um, yeah, it kind of started off not an awful lot happened, and then a challenge went in and like all hell broke loose and and yeah got a bit more feisty because I've not seen this I've genuinely seen nothing about this but one picture that Dave posted in our um, one of our chats mm. so that's all I've seen yeah I mean so I talk me through it from a neutral point of view I I didn't think there was an off a huge amount of quality on the show throughout the game mm. I think the two teams defensively kind of cancelled each other out a little bit really um, but then yeah as I say the Havertz put a, a challenge in Right. Which some people were adamant was a red card. I, I mean, it's a wild challenge, but I don't think he Re- really properly <laughs> catches him. It's, it was more his trading leg caught him, yeah. and then it kind of yeah, it all kicked off, and a lot of yellow cards thrown about. So I can't Bruno, even do that right. This yeah, <laughs> Bruno, I thought was pretty fortunate to have gotten away with. Planting his forearm into, uh, I can't remember, there was a Jorginho, wasn't it? Jorginho. Into his head off the ball. I, I think, yeah, I, I think he got away with one there. Right. And then, and then we, we got to the goal, which has, uh, has sparked some conversation, <laughs> shall we say. Now, <laughs> you ever thought about being a politician? <laughs> <laughs> There's too many people come out the woodwork and, and finish me <laughs> off yeah. very soon. <laughs> so the goal, I kind of watching it. I was I was surprised it was given just because they had three different things to look at and you kind of think they're looking at so many things for so long like it's probably not going to be allowed. Right. However, and I I think uh, the other two lads here are going to have split differing opinions on yes. on what I say. There's 
I haven't. There's no conclusive angle. Oh, for fuck! There's not. Is is that a big puddle of oil on your sofa? There's there's no angle that shows the ball is clearly out of play. Oh yeah. To be fair, I think think that that is the least contentious. So you go. Yeah. Okay. So you're going with that. Then the other two, the offside thing. I looking at it. I I thought he's he's offside there. Like I I was kind of surprised at that one, Um, but. You kind of the offsides. You kind of just tend to have to go with the like. Just assume they've got it. I think the only sort of contentious one was the um, that looks at the foul, like alleged foul, Joe Linton on Gabrielle. It's one of those. If it had been given, I don't think there'd have been a huge amount of complaint. But I, I didn't really think it was. Was a foul. I think it was probably okay. I mean, Gabrielle. Could have been a bit stronger. Like his hands on his back, that doesn't. For me, that's not an automatic foul. Like you're allowed to make contact with players. Yeah. So I kind of. It was a weird one in that <laughs> I would. I was amazed that that it was given, but I kind of think it, it probably should have. And then Arteta's reaction and and comes to it like. If you're going to have this level of meltdown after losing your first league game of the season, November. It doesn't bode well for when the pressure really cranks up in sort of March, April time, and then yeah. Arsenal statements backing him up. I thought we'll, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. I, I was going to I think I think there's a little bit more to all of that than than just this one game, though. Yeah, uh, you we'll know, get to the uh, statement and Arteta and everything in a minute, Chris. As the Arsenal point of view, what what did you think to the decisions in this game? So I just want to be perfectly clear before I go any further is that I would like to say that Newcastle played really well in this game from a defensive point of view. I thought they were excellent. Um, I won't go as far to say they deserve to win, but I will. I will. I definitely wouldn't go as far to say that Arsenal deserve to win either. I think a draw was probably would have been probably been a, a fair result. Yeah. Um, we didn't offer anything. Um, going forward, I don't particularly think that they did. Uh, they had a few chances, uh, which they probably should have capitalised on. I think Callum Wilson um, had, a, had, had a decent chance, and he got took off. I don't. Well, he wasn't injured, was he, Dave? He's always kind of injured, but oh, yeah. <laughs> because, uh, because Isaac's out injured, um, and we've got Dortmund on Tuesday. We tend to uh, play for them on I did. I did wonder because some of the some of the substitutions were pretty strange um, from that point of view. Um, but yeah, the the Havertz tackle, I, I probably wouldn't have complained if he'd have been sent off. I don't, personally don't think it was a red, but if if he had have been sent off, it, I don't think it. There would have been too much said about it. Uh, to be fair, um, the goal though was ludicrous. Okay, the ball going out of play. I can kind of understand. What I don't understand is how there are 30 cameras in that ground. Yeah, and, and not they, one down the door. And, and not one of them could pick yeah. it off. And then they use the same excuse for the offside. He was clearly offside because the rule is there has to be two attacking players between you and the goal. The, doesn't, uh, two, yeah, two defending players between you and the goal. Um, and the, the clearly the clearly wasn't. But because the um, Gabriel was in the way and... Uh, Joe Linton and Gabrielle were both in the way. They couldn't go to the camera on the other side all of a sudden right. and get a conclusive one on there. So in a way, I kind of buy that. Um, I do. Uh, he controls the ball with his hand, but again, that wasn't checked from what I could see. But um, to a degree, you could kind of understand them not disallowing it off that because it does kind of just bounce in between the two players. But I'm sorry, anywhere on the pitch, if you put two hands on the back of your opponent, it's a foul. 
if you do that, if if a goal kick, two players go up for the ball in the middle of the field, and yeah. one player puts their both their hands on the back of their opponent, it's a foul. How is it not a foul on the line? That's what I don't understand. Considering some of the goals that have been disallowed this season, for Arsenal especially, Ben White only has to his tattoo has to just come like within contact with a with a with a goalkeeper, and we've had two goals disallowed this season because yeah. of it. Uh, I, I, that's that's the one that irks me the most. I don't understand that. And a few people have said about the ball going out of play that there was not conclusive proof from VAR. Mm. I'm pretty sure there have also been two other goals that have had the same thing this season, right. where they've showed the same camera angle. And uh, one was from Man United a few weeks ago, and both goals were disallowed by right. VAR. And yet, the, uh, you know, and they're saying it's exactly the same. So the consistency goes out the window there. Um, but I think that there's, I don't see any way that that um, decision uh, for the foul uh, was was given. But yeah. it is it is what it is. Um, yeah. You know, it's, it's our first defeat of the season. It's not the end of the world. You know, Liverpool are still title contenders apparently, and um, we've got more points than them. Uh, <laughs> Sky Sky were making out like Newcastle were like the people's champions, and we're going to be lifting the trophy in May. And I'm pretty sure we're still five points ahead of them. Yeah, um, it, yeah it's. It, it, it is ridiculous. Um, I, don't, I say, if VAR hadn't been involved in that game, I don't think it'd have been anywhere near as contentious. That's as what I was, was thinking. I want to hear what Dave thinks first, but I, I was going to kind of wrap all this up with, is VAR making this worse or is it, is it helping? Because this used to be something that would just be, well, that's a mistake. Fine, you live there. But if, if you've got so many cameras looking at things and it's still a mistake... Yeah. The what goal understood though. If there's no VAR, because the ref gave yeah. the goal. Yeah, but then so... it's just human error, isn't it? And we'd that's, have been yeah, non, that's we'd it. Have been, we'd have been non the It'd just been, oh well, it's been given. The referee's a shithead. Exactly. Yeah. Big deal. But we yeah, have. But we yeah. we've got this supposedly infallible system designed to stop these things from happening. That's where the anger is. The anger's yeah. not the referee for giving that goal. I can I can kind of see it because it's all in real time. But it's it's the fact that we have this system to stop these mistakes. And if anything, it's just it's making them worse. Yeah, Dave, mm. view from the northeast. Um, well, firstly, I mean, on the on the push. Yeah, I don't think it's I don't think it's a clear and obvious error, and that's why it hasn't been overturned. Because if you look at Gabriel, Gabriel, we're going to call him. He's already like kind of stooping before Joel Linton even lays a hand on him. Like he's he's almost like he's waiting for the contact to come. Well, he's he's going um, to head the ball backwards, isn't he, by the looks of it? He's pretty much on the line. That's be a mm. pretty stupid idea. Yeah, it? true. But, well, it's Gabriel. Like, well, so. true. So I can, I can, I think that's why it wasn't given because uh, <laughs> there's always going to be an element of you know pushing in the box. Yeah. But uh, I just think he was, he was expectant. Um, but uh, the problem is anything like that, like it doesn't matter about VAR or anything else. Like that's just interpretation of is it, is it a push? Is it not? Like, uh, normally, yeah. like you, nine times out of ten, I think a foul would be given there. Yeah. But I don't necessarily agree that that means that it is actually yeah. like definitely a foul. They just tend to be given. But like you were just saying, as you said earlier, Chris, like Ben White having goals disallowed, you would argue that they shouldn't be disallowed. Yeah, it, it just, it just the, the inconsistency the, yeah. is, is the problem. Yeah, but yeah. you're never going to get consistency on, on fouls like that because it's, it's a physical game. And all right, it's probably on the... On the cusp of it being a foul or not a foul, which is why we're having this discussion, but uh, you're never yeah. going to get 100% the same decision on, on those sorts of things. Um, the ball out, as you've said, uh, I think Gary Neville did a good thing at Future Night on Monday Football where he showed like why it's not obviously out of play. Um, 
And I think obviously it doesn't help that it was right in the corner flag. Um, yeah. Where there isn't a camera looking down on the corner flag for some reason. Um, well, because it's never ever been a factor before. Mm-hmm. And I think all the other ones that have been contentious have been like right on, you know, more or less, you know, the, the 18 yard box or, or there or thereabouts where they may have cameras. So that probably explains that one. I mean, we're never going to know either way whether we're in or out. Like there's, there's no way of looking. Um, yeah. So I can see why they stay with the on field decision. Um, and the offside. No idea. I, <laughs> no one knows who's anymore, even, though, does who's, who's even hit? Right? Um, <laughs> I, I, I was most worried about the offside. I know you were most. You were. I think the push would probably get the the decision, but I thought it would be good offside. Um, mainly because they were, they were both behind the keeper, um, mm. and when that happens, I mean, I, I have to be honest. I don't hundred <laughs> percent understand or know the rule when that, when that happens. Um, I mean. The ball going backward isn't a factor, um, but it was Gordon behind Joe Linson though, because I think that. Well, would... yeah, I, I think that's probably what saved him. But uh, again, like, is that still the case when mm. there's only one defender? Like, I, I don't know. <laughs> um, <laughs> look, look, they haven't appeared to, so I'm, we'll have to trust that they, well, they yeah. came to the right decision on that. But um, it was almost like all three offenders were like thirty-three percent of an offence, um, none of which were enough singly to be overturned, and that's how it stayed. But um, to say what echo what Chris said earlier, like I don't think either team deserved to win. We there was very little going out action to be honest in the whole game. Mm-hmm. It was mostly uh, sort of quite scrappy, especially after the, the Havertz challenge. Which um, I mean, Havertz has had beef with us for years. I don't know, if, probably don't remember because he was playing for Chelsea at the time. But he he uh, elbowed uh, Dan Byrne in the back of the head. At yeah, Bridge, that, that, that's, that's, been, that's been played a few times over the weekend. Yeah. Um, then last year, obviously, he came up here around the same time of year, and he got the treatment from everybody. Um, every time he got the ball, he got kicked through. He got a few nudges off the ball. He got he got wound up all game, and it obviously ended in a fight towards the end, which it always does. Um, and then he obviously harboured those uh, <laughs> those feelings in the sadness. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely no idea why I did it because you were in control of the game. You were getting on top. De- Declan Rice was. Actually, dominating the player for me. Yeah, yeah, he was. He was, really good. Bo- he was at both ends of the field, all the time, um, and he was, I say we we're really starting to take control of the game. The tackle happened, and this is where the ref lost it for me because I mean, all right, it might not be a red card, but he booked three of our lads for complaining about it. Which... <laughs> yeah, even <laughs> including the player who got fouled. Yeah, which you know didn't really seem right to me that, that tackle gets a yellow card and three of our lads get the same punishment for complaining about it, <laughs> and yet. When our goal given and your entire team was around the ref, not a single card for complaining. <laughs> yeah, the, the, the referee so, was, was awful. Like I, I didn't even get to. I totally forgot to mention the, the Bruno situation. Like, yeah, well, what the hell? He was how he stayed on the pitch. Well, how, how Eddie Howe didn't take him off? Who well, was the ref? Okay, yeah, okay. Uh, he's, he's never been good for me. But probably not surprised. But again, like if the if the ref deals with the first the Havertz situation properly, then Bruno isn't isn't up a height and running around like a lunatic. I mean, granted, there's no excuse for, for doing what he did. Mm. Um, but again, all could have been avoided had it just been ref properly in the first place. Did you hear um, that the VAR didn't give the red card for Bruno because he didn't use his elbow? But it was only only his forearm. That's all right. Oh, really? com- completely <laughs> fine then. Yeah, that's a fine. That's a fine piece of body to tackle someone with. Just, it's not a problem. Macho Man Randy Savage fly, flying, <laughs> flying for him. He, he was fine. Um, yeah, I think if both teams had finished with 10 men um, in the first half, I think you could have been like, well, that's probably fine. Um, 
but it uh, we got away with it, I think. But I mean, I say I, I think Havertz was lucky to stay on because uh, his only aim there was to hurt. Like he wasn't doing it to like try and intercept or anything like that. He yeah. purely had one thing on his mind: malicious was to, was to, was to injure him. Um, <clears throat> yeah. And he's, he's lucky he didn't make full contact because he would have probably killed the fucker. But <laughs> never mind. <laughs> this, this statement, Chris, the statement from Arsenal that I released yesterday. <laughs> As an Arsenal fan, what what do you think about it? Um, I don't have a problem with it, and I've seen a few people saying that clubs shouldn't be doing this sort of thing um, to to try and instigate change within yeah. the within the PGML and everything. Uh, so, I uh, to anyone who shares that opinion, I'd like to ask them: if not the clubs, then who? Who who is going to instigate change? Pundits have been moaning about VAR since it came in 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 this country. Uh, players won't moan about it because. It would be stupid for a player to come out and moan about it, considering they they are op- they would be fined and banned for doing it. Managers do it, but then they do it to a limited degree. And yeah. when they and when they do let their passion get out, when they have a microphone shoved in their face seconds after the final whistle, they get called deranged, you know. And they Arteta will likely get a hefty fine and a ban. So who who else? They don't give a shit when fans complain about it. So who is allowed to complain about the standard of VAR and refereeing in this country? So I don't say there's anything wrong with it. I think it's good from the club to back their employee. You know, Arteta's, yeah, he's going to get a fine. He's probably going to get a ban as well. I don't see the problem with them back backing their employee. A few weeks ago, a certain club from up north were calling for fucking replays of games <laughs> over a bad decision. Now that would be ridiculous. Like even if, if I'd have seen, if I'd have seen anything like that, if any Arsenal fans had seen fucking banding that shit around, that's bollocks. <laughs> it's a bad decision. We're angry about it. We've had lots of bad decisions in well, the last. Not Liverpool. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but as I, it, 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 it's not. It's not just about this one game though. <clears throat> yeah, there have been multiple instance in the last two three seasons at least that have just re- absolutely ridiculous and I, you, you know i i would go as far to say that bad decisions cost us the league last season obviously to a degree we let we cost ourselves a league by by bottling it as, as some professionals will call it um you know which is fair enough but there were some shocking decisions made against us last season yeah absolute, we had the same I, be, I firmly believe VAR yeah, cost us uh, safety last year, the, the Spurs yeah. game in particular, where Calpe keeper was pushed into the net by Harry Kane. We were winning at that point, but you know, and it, that's it. You know, these these sort of things they cost people's jobs, they cost clubs money. Mm-hmm. Why shouldn't the clubs be able to come out and say this is shit? It needs to change because I say pundits have been doing it since day one, fans have been doing it since day one, managers do it and they just get insulted. Who else is going to call for change? Who, yeah. you know, I'm not saying that PGML are going to, or the FA or the Premier League are going to give a shit and do anything about it because they probably won't. But I don't get the criticism for making that statement. I don't have a problem with Liverpool making the statement when they did. Some of the other stuff was ridiculous, like the calls for a replay and all that. That's absolutely ridiculous. But to call out the standard and to say this is not the right standard and it's not good enough, I don't see there being a problem with that. No, I agree with that. Dave, uh, Simon, I think the big difference was Liverpool were, were wrong, wrongly done because the process wasn't followed properly and that was, mm. you know, an actual error, whereas this game was <laughs> opinions. So basically Arteta's mm. complained because the refs but haven't it, given him his but decisions. It, but it's the overall standard of... of he's not ju- Arteta isn't just talking about this <clears> one game, is he? He's talking about the multiple poor decisions that have, have, have been made. It's true, but 
what, just about two weeks ago, he came out saying, you know, we need to back their decisions there. The humans are trying their best. People mm. make mistakes. So that, you know, you you can't have a complete yeah, no, like I, that in I, two yeah. weeks. Like. But, but he's just had a microphone shoved under his neck, under his mouth. Yeah, so literally, literally seconds after the final whistle. He's, yeah, so that, I don't, like I don't can, see the problem you, with him being emotional. Yeah, okay, so I, I would agree with that. Like, I've, you know, with an interview so soon after the game and obviously you, you maybe would say things that you wouldn't necessarily say. So that excuses that. But, you know, the club weren't reacting a few minutes after the game. No, no, the club, the club, but the, but, the, but the club were just backing their employee. But, but there was no need, to, like, there's no need to release a statement. You just open yourself to, to kind of ridicule again, don't you? I think, I think it, it, it's just, I think it keeps it, it keeps the PGML MOL in the spotlight to more of a degree than the pundits do every week because they, it's it, you could argue and say, okay, well, the standard, the standard referee is in the spotlight every week because of pundits talking about it and nothing changes then. So let, let's get more people higher up the chain talking about it. I say nothing will change, but I, I don't get the problem with it. I, personally, I'd like to see all of the clubs come forward and be like, do you know what? This is shit. The standard of refereeing this season and for most part of last season has not been good enough. We need to do something about it. But unfortunately, they won't. Yeah, I think that's fair. Um, let's move on. Um, we have to... you, know, you know Henry was linked with um, the Man United job this week. So to quash rumours of that, he managed to get him to throw in their worst forms of the season. He does not fucking want to take that job. Um, Forest 2, Villa nil. sorry. Really disappointing, really. Um, <clears throat> it's a missed opportunity. I've like with Arsenal obviously having lost the day before, we had a chance to go third with a win, uh, yesterday, which yeah. is insane, really. You think where we were a year ago when you took over. Um, just a bad performance from us, and like certainly in the attacking thirds. Um, really sloppy start to both halves. I mean, the second goal, it's I, I don't know why he's doing that. He's just proving he's human, I suppose. After all, <laughs> it's that. I mean, that it was a really bad, really bad error for that. And we just kind of we never really got going. Like the first half, it took us a while to sort of create any sort of chance. And the second half, to be fair, for pretty much the entire game, we sort of dominated possession. Um, we got ourselves into quite a few decent positions, but whether it was the final cross or pass or shot, it just it was just one of those days where it just wasn't there up front. Um, I didn't think, looking back, I don't think Forest were actually like great. Like they didn't need to be. They they defended like pretty well, but the uh, the commentators were sort of talking about their centre backs like they were absolutely magnificent, but they. They didn't really have an awful lot to deal with. It was just long balls up and sort of aimless crosses, which, you know, fair play, they dealt with it pretty well. But it, like I, I didn't think they were as great as the uh, the commentators were making out. And the other thing, like, they kept saying how dangerous Forrest looks every time they went forwards. Yeah. Every single time they went forwards, we caught them offside. And, <laughs> like, I, I saw the match of day two last night with Dion Dubman sort of talking about how it was... Uh, you know, crazy high line, which I mean, is a really high line that we play and that, you know, we weren't getting it right. And the reasoning for we weren't getting it right was if if Forrest get that last pass right or that last run right, they're through. Well, yeah, they would be, but they didn't because we've worked 
really, really hard and well over the last 12 years. Like, it is very risky. And you do sort of sit there watching it thinking, Jesus Christ, I don't like this. But as I say, we, the amount of times we caught them offside would suggest to me that we actually got that part of the game right. Yeah. Um, and not a lot else, unfortunately. Okay, let's move on to the last game of the weekend. Luton and Liverpool. Liverpool rescued a late, late, late draw by Luis Diaz. Um, obviously, his parents getting kidnapped to, has um, motivated him to come off the bench and score against Luton this weekend. Um, were Liverpool really bad in this or were Luton really good? I can't believe Luton were really good. That one, Nunez was really bad in this. <laughs> I, can't, I can believe that. Yeah. yeah, He had so many chances to score and put this like out of reach before it even got interesting towards the end. Like, he's the oddest footballer I've seen for a long time. Like, he gets into so many positions in every game he plays. Yeah. And it just could go anywhere. Like, spot the ball. That was still around. Like, the ball could be absolutely anywhere on the screen. Like, it's it's insane. Is, is um, that one from uh, Salah? Not that one, isn't it? Oh, oh you know he's got a yard out. <sighs> Ali would have been leading this game for him to Nunes. has got some goals as well. We need to really cement that golden boot. That's, that's <laughs> poor old Gakpo. He's got down for the goal. I was in Gakpo. Yeah, Gakpo. <laughs> I mean, either, yeah. It was even more insane than you thought. Uh, I was going to say, yeah, Nunes <laughs> is a little bit realistic to it. Right? <laughs> um, ah, it was just utterly bizarre, really. Um, and then Luton got the sucker punch goal, and I thought, well, they're going to nick this, but uh, obviously Liverpool managed to equalise at the end. Yeah. Um, it was one of those where, where Liverpool obviously probably deserved to win on the chances, but Luton hung in well and sort of grew into it. The longer it went on, the goal they got was kind of... Was it more likely because it came totally out of the blue, really? But uh, they, yeah. you know, they kept going, and uh, the longer Liverpool didn't score, it just felt a bit inevitable. But uh, they they got away with it in the end with a, with a point. But not a good result for Liverpool. When did Andros Townsend turn up in Luton? Couple of uh, weeks ago, yeah. yeah. yeah sign him, sign him as a free, as a free. Yeah. After all, the Saudi clubs ejected them. They're very much playing Championship manager, where they're just picking up free transfers, aren't they? Anyone will come and join them. Um, Got to give it a go. Are they going to stay up? Because it's it's three from four, isn't it? Because Everton are just going to be shit enough to not go down this season. So it's you'd think it's going to be three from Luton, Bournemouth, Burnley, and Sheffield United. Mm. I mean, I, I I said um, a couple of weeks ago, if there's one of the promoted teams that's going to stay up, I think from what we've seen so far, Luton would be the one that I would be picking. Like there, yeah. there's a severe lack of quality. Um, there obviously, but they they're at least showing some sort of fight and yeah, they look like they're the improving majority, as well. Yeah, and the majority of the games that they've lost this season have only been by the one goal. I think they've had like maybe two or three sort of pace things, but yeah. they, they do stay in games like for the majority of them. But it is just a lack of quality. Which if they go, that'll be the reason why. But it won't be for any lack of fight or effort. Um. As we're recording, Chelsea a drawing with Tottenham, a nine men Tottenham. They've had two players sent off, <laughs> one after half time, one before half time. Uh, Chelsea can't seem to break them down, and Gary Neville claims that they're losing confidence against a nine man Tottenham Hotspur team. Oh, well, I'd actually say that. There <laughs> uh, we go. Finally scored. Um, Here we go. What I find bizarre is that like Tottenham have got nine men and they've been defending on the halfway line. But mm-hmm. because they've only got nine men, there's no pressure on the ball whatsoever. So Chelsea basically <laughs> cleared the ball in behind over and over and over again. Uh, yeah, and but eventually... it's, it's, it's to Nicholas Jackson, isn't it? You know, you've got to give him half a chance. <laughs> well, he's, he's finally scored. So. <laughs> oh, okay. Good for him. 
Yeah. I say on my stream, Cucurello mm. has been the most forward man on the pitch for most of the time. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Just, just seeing the goal. All right, let's do some gossip column before we uh, end up though, boy, shall we? Let's tell me if you think these are going to be true or false. Um, Arsenal are ready to offer England defender. Well, I mean, that's questionable. Ben White, that's his national pay rise. Look to tie the 26-year-old down to a new contract. Well, Ben White, yeah, Chris? It, it's been on the uh, been on the cards for ages, tying our best players down to new contracts. He's been phenomenal since he joined us. It makes sense. Yeah, it's got to fund that uh, those hair dyes somehow, hasn't it? <laughs> Do you <laughs> notice expensive. after he scored an own goal in midweek, he, he took the dye out of his hair? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Liverpool, Chelsea, and Bayern Munich are all in the race to sign Florian Roots. Um, yeah, so I guess going, they are. So he's, so he's going to Bayern Munich then? Yeah, he's not going to join Chelsea, is he? <laughs> well, Chelsea might offer him £400 million a week. <laughs> and Liverpool would be linked with him, and then at some point Jurgen Klopp will be like, no, we haven't got the money to sign him. So... <laughs> I don't really know why this is gossip, but Roman are unlikely to make any new signings in January. Cool. Good, good oh, for them. Good for them. Oh, <laughs> I, I watched them stumble to a nil-nil draw last night with Rio Vallecano. And really? uh, yeah, well, funny enough, Hosselu was up front and it just like, I was like, I remember this. this uh, <laughs> Hosselu, formerly of Stoke. And Newcastle. And Newcastle. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, our Etifac manager, Stephen Gerrard, has hinted that his team will raid European clubs once again in January for talents. What, for, for supporters? <laughs> <laughs> Which other England internationals can they bring over? Oh, I'm going to die for a game. Oh, Jameson on the start of the weekend, didn't they? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, but, Barcelona but... side, I believe, to be concerned about on loan French defender Clement uh, Lenglet's situation at Villa. He's not made an appearance this season. Uh, not in the league. He's played a couple of the European games. Um, uh, right to that, be concerned. Actually, yeah, well. I mean, I don't know. It depends. Well, they weren't that concerned to keep him <laughs> in the summer, weren't they? They've two seasons in a row now. Like, how bothered can you really be? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's it. Yeah. Um, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know what to say to that. <laughs> I mean, completely counteracting this or I told you a second ago, Real Madrid hoped to uh, sign Bayern Munich's Canadian defender, Alfonso defend, um, Davies and Kylian Mbappe. So it's one or the other. Are you reading news stories from two years ago? Because I'm pretty sure those were, those were in the news. Those exact stories were doing the rounds then as well. <laughs> um, Burnley are interested in signing winger Crescentio Somerville from Leeds. But yeah, they, they can fuck off because they're not having him. Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's not going to work because he's an exciting winger. They don't play those. Um, Arsenal, former Arsenal star Samir Nazari has advised Mbappe to stay in France instead of heading to Madrid next summer. Yes, because well, we all know Samir Nazir makes good life Yes, take that man's <laughs> advice. Uh, yeah. you Nazir, who will you listen to? Oh, oh my finish. God, Eric. Eric. Oh, oh, my God. God. Oh. Is Eric Dyer just scored? Oh, he's well, he thought he oh. What a shame. I, I, wonder if Chelsea, I wonder if the Chelsea player flick this on. This would be so funny. Are we all, are, are, are all going to be like, you know, obviously if bad VAR decisions go against Spurs tonight, which would be obviously criminal, um, are, are, are we all going to be tuning in for the Sky Sport to love in when he comes out and says something? Um, you know, everyone loves Ange, don't they? Exactly. I'm getting a bit sick of that, I'll be honest. <laughs> Empress um, clothes, isn't it, with him? It oh, is. Even yeah. Eric Dyer didn't think he'd, he'd believe he'd scored then. <laughs> <laughs> It's a lovely finish, it has to be said. But... Yeah, he was trying to clear it. He got confused where he was. 
Um, I mean, that's it, boys. Really, have any other news? It's been a fairly drab weekend, apart from the Arsenal Newcastle game. I was going to say, in a way, like if that if that, that game had been the way it was, like we'd have had probably nothing to talk about this weekend. <laughs> yeah, Wolves, Sheffield United, and Villa, um, Nottingham Forest would have been the highlights. Ten Hag dropped Rashford. <laughs> that was that was funny. He wasn't one right, the squad, he, was he? Well, he went out on the piss, didn't they? Have you seen that? Yeah, after they lost last weekend, he was like hours later. He was seen out on the piss, like laughing and joking. How dare he enjoy himself <laughs> after work? Absolutely disgusting. I think it's for his birthday as well. Yeah, it was like a birthday party. <laughs> yeah, what a scumbag. Yeah, yeah, it's <laughs> fucking disgusting, isn't it? You know, first he buys his mama house. Now he goes out and enjoys himself. Absolutely, yeah. Oh, it's funny that it's happens to Man United, though. Um, oh, it's brilliant. It is. It is great. Um, I'll probably end it there, then, boys, I guess. Um, Sai, where can they find you on Twitter? What you have to do? What's happening with the other podcasts and stuff? Uh, yeah, it's on Twitter. It's at Sai Regan and uh, Villa fans. It's the Holtcast podcast and the website 7500stoholst.com. There you go, Dave. Uh, you can find me on Twitter, Twitter X, whatever it's called these yeah. days, uh, at, at cm 9 <laughs> Uh, and the YouTube is CM879 players. Nice. You got any more videos coming up soon? Yes, I um, oh, yes. have started with player Pez again, but uh, oh, yes, then, then everybody got sick. So I've, I've got two recorded. I just want to record a few more before I start uploading. But yes, it's come Excellent. back. Love it. Love that series. Um, Chris, where can they find you on social media? Uh, yeah, you can find me on Twitter at XIX Blue Wolf XIX. If you can tell me where to download Football Manager face packs and stuff from <laughs> Dave, um, I'm installing Football Manager 24 as we speak. I haven't I haven't played one since 21, I think. That's, that's I think it's sorted out SI. Is that the best? Yeah, it just, it just, I just, I'm, I've been on there during the podcast and I can't work it out. So They're if anyone knows huge, where I, if anyone knows where I can just get a torrent for one, I mean, um, can <laughs> legally download um, some pictures is, of is footballers. It, is it out today? Is it the new one? Yeah, yeah, new one came out today. Yeah. Um, you can find me on Twitter at Rossbell underscore underscore. You can find us at Man of the Post. Um, and yeah, just do all the do all the usual social stuff: like, subscribe, retweet, repost, whatever it's called now. Do all of that. Um, until the boys are back next weekend. It's goodbye from me. It's goodbye from Dave. Goodbye. Goodbye from Chris. Goodbye. Goodbye from Sai. See ya. And always remember to keep your man on the post. Yeah, I've got to say, Dave, uh, Eric was very unhappy with what you said about him last week on the podcast. <laughs> Good. <laughs> Any games we need to skip this week, boys? Or... All of them. <laughs> it's a shit weekend. <laughs>